लेडीज एंड जेंटलमैन वी आर सैड बट वी आर बैक इट्स बिन लाइक थ्री वीक्स सिंस वी लास्ट रिकॉर्डेड एंड माई इंटायर वर्ल्ड एटलीस्ट इन फुटबॉल एज आई एक्सपीरियंस एवरी इमोशन देर इज एंड दैट्स अ वेरी कॉमन थिंग एक्सपीरियंसिंग ऑल सॉर्ट्स ऑफ इमोशंस इन अ वेरी शॉर्ट पीरियड वी आर जॉइन माई डेविड डेविड ग्लैड टू हैव यू बैक डेविड हैज ऑल्सो गॉन थ्रू पेन इन द फुटबॉलिंग वर्ल्ड Ruben are dreadful. Somehow the only team. I feel like kind of you you you're just trying to get away from the the real no, result no, here. We only want to talk about we, one match. We you know what? We don't Me and Hani were saying let's quit this podcast, but I said, you know what, Hani, we have to do one more episode because we have to discuss this match. Yeah, I mean I don't have anything to say. I like even after the result, I was just I was numb. um i sat in front of god for a while asked him questions as to why not only me but the fans of this club were, were going through this um i don't know what to say i really, i really don't there is nothing to be said it's uh, a shocking it's like it, whatever words you want to use right there uh, probably don't express the magnitude of the result that well um but yeah Glot, go on. Oh, Rub it in. Hanu, Hanu, you were so useless. Oh my God, Zena just ran through Spartak that day. And you know what? The funny thing is, you really should have tweeted that day. That was the day that you should have tweeted. Sixteen shots, fifty-seven percent possession, seven-one possession, <laughs> seven-one. I had what? to use two hands to get the seven, Hanu. That that's bad. That's so bad. We have more possession and more passes. And I don't even know what to say. <laughs> you should have you should have put the tweet out. We were waiting for that tweet. <laughs> I did not know that uh, we had fifty seven percent possession in that game. Um. But. Yeah, I mean we got a Anton put out a nice tweet that 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 went viral, which was like the only saving grace of that situation. Unfortunately, so, football's um, not played played on Twitter, Hanu. Is it? I don't. I know. I don't know. I think it is. You, you know. You know what? They, you know the way they used to do the, the say to say, and it's like you know, oh, they're a better team on paper. Yeah, but football's not played on paper. Now it's football's not played on Twitter. I think football's <laughs> played on Twitter more than it is on paper. You'll agree with that. Absolutely, is not. Nah, there's more Print. Twitter than there is paper these days. Print media is dying. What Print if, media is dying. What if? What if there was a, a a publication that just printed tweets, got them to the the older generations who aren't with the times? That's called Facebook. <laughs> Those are the Facebook meme pages that that post uh, tweets and shit. Back in the good old days when there were bombs dropping on our houses, and children used to learn how to. I don't know, bro. It it's messed up. It's messed up. Um. But David is wearing an Anzi shirt. I just wanted to point that out. Respect, respect, big respect. Well, of for course that. he was. He, um, you know, his his beloved Ruben lost to a yellow team, and now he's wearing a a yellow team's jersey. He's switched sides. He's trying to. It's just the yeah. first shirt I picked out to snap into the Anzi. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what they all say. That's But what David, comes. David, what happened here? You know, he, David I mean, could have also tweeted eighteen shots. Fifty-four percent possession, five-one. 
Yeah, it was just they somehow every shot seemed they seemed to take just went in. Uh, we actually were, I want to say, the better team in the first half. And we had a really good chance to go two and after all. And then second half, every counter attack just seemed to go in. Like the second goal, they had a shot. It hit the bar, dropped straight to Polos to tap it in. The fourth goal. They had a shot, it got blocked, it dropped straight to Ali Sow, he, he smashed it in. There was The fifth goal was also a rebound, which deflected straight to Glebov, and he hit, put it in. It's like, couldn't believe our luck. We, I felt like we didn't deserve that scoreline, but it was very demoralising. I was no. so pleased, so happy at the third when we went 1-0 up as well. Yeah, and it, it, it's crazy. Because we had... Oh, yeah. I think I think most people would have had Ruben getting something out of the game, and then when they went 1-0 up, you would have expected them to kind of push on or at least get a draw out of it, but 5-1. Jesus we're still Christ. putting this ragtag team together. I mean, we were chatting about him. Yeah, that's a wild last team yeah. that we brought it's, up. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's yeah. a strong team, but half those players weren't playing in their best position. It's like on FL when you don't have players. So it's like a guy on like, you know that red bar? Yeah. yeah red will... bar. It's not green, it's red. You just put him there. Um, that's you know what though it was like an fm game because like david said it's just like every shot that they were they had they put in and so it's, it's one yeah. of those games where you're like bullshit this would never happen in real life but here you oh, go yeah i mean i sent you i sent you on twitter three screenshots of we had three amazing chances in the space yeah. of five minutes i sent you three screenshots and if you were shown it you'd you just assume a goal was about to be scored because they were that that good a chance, and every time a roster player somehow got a block in. Glebov was really, really good. There uh, you go. What was, what was the XG for this game? I haven't looked yet. I was meant to have a look. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm interested because honestly, not so much as as in I want to know, but more so to disprove the XG once again. Probably high, yeah. Rostov's was incredibly high compared to us because their shots were just dropping to them in the best places. Yeah. It was 3.29 get 0.68 for us. Jesus, okay, yeah, so... But Polos's was... Yeah, 0. Point, the ones they scored, 0. 0.68, 0.42, 0.54, that's just in three of the goals. So, yeah, it's like 1.5 just from three of their goals. So half it comes from three goals. So they just took their good chances really well. Yeah, yeah. And we had... It was close. It was Kvitcha had an amazing chance for 2 0 in the first half. Bastos almost tripped him up. I, I wish he'd gone down. I think he'd have got a pen, to be honest. But he carried on and had the shot and put it over. We don't like Glebov anymore. I mean, we I, I, I despise Glebov now. Why? Why? Oh, yeah, because of that. <laughs> Wasn't well, he linked with Spartak in the summer as well? Yeah, he was. He was. Wait, what did he do? Um, because, of the, because of the equaliser against Spartak. He scored oh. in the 94th minute. No, it, it's the fact that him and Pesyakov, right? Like I hope, I hope Pesyakov just isn't good anymore. I would say something, I, something ruder, but I won't because the fact was that this guy scored this well taken but very lucky goal, right? And then they celebrated like they won the World Cup, which I mean, fair enough. But then it was the fact that in the ninety-third minute, Pesyakov did the Sioux celebration as a goalkeeper we for just a goal that he had. Absolutely, goal respect. that he had nothing, nothing to do with, right? And I was just filled with so much contempt for that man after just seeing that live, 
seeing that happen live, right? And it's just like, I, I hope Rostov still get relegated. Uh, probably won't happen now. We're closer to that area than they are at this point. Um, but yeah. I feel like you are not having a fun time this season. It seems like every week that goes by, you don't it's say just it. pain after pain. And I'm like, does it? will it ever stop? When will it, it stop, won't. Robbie? When is it going to end, Robbie? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh... You know, like, you know except... when it's gonna, you know when it's going to end, Hunter. Yeah. When you when you're gone from Spartak, I'm guaranteeing you Spartak win the league. Yeah, that that won't surprise <laughs> me. That won't surprise me at all. But every I mean, time, every time something goes wrong, I just think back to preseason. Oh, those tweets! Oh my god! Like, you know, yeah, I, I, every no. single week I could tweet how it started how it's going but i just i've tweeted yeah. it so many times already i think i think i think i've tweeted i think i've tweeted that tweet out three or four times at least five already. at least five times at least five times and you've messaged me it at least seven times <laughs> it's fair enough right fair enough but at least now i'm i'm sort of happy that i'm not alone in this pain ruben people had similar expectations from them and they're as bad so at least i have david to share the pain with you know but you know, you know not... football's going bad for you when you're not even like enjoying any results anymore you're just enjoying mutual yeah. pain with people <laughs> yeah it's not even enjoyment it's just like rather than crying alone i can cry with david yeah <laughs> well, that's it like my my mentality is i go to every weekend and i've got ruben and arsenal not arsenal but arsenal and i'm like right i want if one of my teams can get a result i'll come out of the weekend happy last year had Rubin pulling all the results and Arsenal doing fuck all. And it's been like Arsenal, it's been like that for Arsenal for the last like several years, really. Yeah. And then this season, it's sort of been the opposite. But you know Rubin what? Are... It's, it's funny you say that because Arsenal's season started really badly yeah. and Rubin's season started really well. So you were probably yeah. thinking it was going to continue that same way. But oh, then was... almost <laughs> inversely, at the exact same point, they had a turn. But I'm, I'm definitely in a mindset where I care more about Ruben's results now than Arsenal's. Ah, oh, respect. Like, you, with the you, kind of score that actually... Yeah, like, genuinely. I've migrated, man. Honestly, I'll tell you, right? Last season, up until last season, for me, it was 50-50. Real Madrid and um, Sparta, right? This season, I'd say it's been fluctuating, like, 85-15 and 90-10 or something. Like, Real Madrid won the El Clasico on the day that they beat, uh, that we lost to Zenit, right? And I had absolutely no happiness in me at all. Like, we dominated Barcelona in the El Clasico, and we're doing generally really, really well in the season. It was the same when we lost to Sheriff Tiraspol. I did not care at all. When Whereas when we lost to CSKA twice, I was on the floor. Um, but here, for Spartak, it's just the most painful, nerve-wracking, emotional games. And all of these games are crazy, by the way. We'll, we'll talk about the European ones. We'll like You're losing 7-1, conceding in the 93rd minute. Then it's just a mad defensive performance. Then playing Loco in the really high end. Like, none of these games are just... Well, you're just watching them and it just ends one nil or anything. Which is fun in one way, but also very stressful. I saw a tweet, uh, which is basically doing showing competitiveness. I might have been on Reddit, actually. Um showing the competitiveness of the top 10 leagues in Europe. And basically, the LPL was, like, the fourth most competitive in Europe. The fourth? Like, 
in terms of yeah like i would have thought it was higher like where is more competitive this season like uh, on, the on, IPL is trash this season you know like okay zena zena are at the top quite comfortably but besides that i feel like the whole league they is not? so competitive. they're only three points clear at the moment but they still oh. but, but what i mean is zena have been up there the whole time like there hasn't been any point where like oh my god zena have dropped down to second or anything like they've been comfortably up the top since the start I've just sent it to you on Twitter. Awesome. I feel like, you know, people say a lot that, oh, Russian football's in the pits, the standard's low. And I think this is the first first year since I've started watching it, I'm willing to concede that. Because Zenit, Zenit, uh, Zenit are good. Zenit are, I'd say, the same, if not slightly. Actually, we know what, I'm going to bully Artem as well, slightly. Um, but Zenit are where they are. Spartak have regressed, clearly. CSK, I don't know, they're in a weird space right now where very mm. inconsistent. Like, Krasnodar seem to be getting back there, but also inconsistent. Uh, lo- yeah. yeah, it's like Lokomotive were doing well, and then the squad got yeeted. Dinamo yeah. and Sochi seem to be getting there, but they're not fully there. So, like, teams like Lian and Nizhny, respect to them, obviously, but they're closer to the top than you'd expect to be. By the way, Artem, right? Ruben have two wins in 11 games. Yeah. We have two wins in eight games. You just have two wins in seven games as well. You're not that good. Uh, I, I beg to differ. Take, I, 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 I beg to differ, Hanu. Let's, take, no, I didn't, no, 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 let's go back good, to this. You're better than us. Let's go back I to say this. Yet. I, sorry, show me where you are on the table. I didn't say anything about me. I said you're not that good. This conversation isn't... I know I'm trash. I I, I cry every weekend. Over <laughs> Did you see that? Did you... Did you see that Chris Pratt um, headline that was going around, right? Which was that he got, he got I don't know, uh, hated on on social media. And this sort of uh, Hollywood insider headline said that Chris Pratt uh, went to sleep sad and depressed because he got bullied on social media. Yeah. And me and Anton both said that happens to us every three days. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not a big deal. So um, We just call no, that we Wednesday. Trash. <laughs> exactly. We just, every Sunday, every Saturday. That's the mood. We, we're prepared for it now. Um, but yeah, Zenit aren't that good. Zenit. Uh, yeah, I mean. But they are good. They just haven't been able to show it's, it. It's, the league's in a weird position now. You've got a lot of teams who are in transitional periods. You know, Ed, well, half the fucking top half are in transitional periods. Spartak got a new manager. Rubin had a good year and now are going downwards. Krasnodar had a bad year and a trying to go upwards but aren't fixing it. Siska are also sort of sometimes you think, wow, they're doing they're actually getting there and then they've just lost the last two and they're suddenly not getting there anymore. Loco, you don't know what to think of them because they've changed manager again, the squad's had a huge overhaul. Dino so you're thinking, oh yeah, they're good. They're going good and then they face Zenit and get absolutely slaughtered. Because then they've been good in Europe. I think we have to give them credit for the performances on the whole. Like in Europe, they've been they are they've been the best performing team out of the three Russian teams. Um, yeah, but they've they been surprisingly suspect, particularly in defence. You know, and it's weird because they're still it's because of Lovren. Because it's generally because of Lovren. I don't know. I can't. I can't even deny it. He's not been great this season. Um, See, that's it's weird. Because they still feel like they, I mean, they're going to win the league, but they're not that far ahead still. But you still don't really doubt them. Yeah. 
Yeah. With the lot of the thing against Ural this week, I don't know what was up with them. They just weren't at it. And they, I mean, they've travelled a lot over the last couple of days. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? Just about Ural, right? They're bottom of the league right now, but I, I'm actually here to guarantee they're not going to get relegated this season. I'm willing to put any money on it. Um, I just think that they will grind out the results. Like, look how tight that bottom four is now. And yeah. Ural are looking yeah. good. And they're... They just—they're not conceding that much anymore. Like it, it, they just—they—they they look comfortable in defence, and that's what's gonna. I think the league's closed up a bit compared to last year. I it mean, has... granted, we're not—we're only halfway through, right? Uh, I'd like to see what this table was like after fourteen games last year. The, 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 the biggest gap between any two teams in the league is three points. Is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the bottom four usually are adrift, or the bottom few teams are usually adrift a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. like at this point last season I'd imagine that there was at least one team on five points like oh, this this season just feels different Karelia have really surprised me by the way them and Sochi mm-hmm. are currently the best two teams on form how like imagine saying in the last five games they've both got four wins yeah Karelia I mean yeah they really struggled at the start of the season. Like I was really worried after the first couple of games. Me too. <laughs> but they, well, they've they've turned it around, and I'm so pleased that like we are all rooting for them because they've got this really cool squad, mostly young players. They play this quite good looking attacking football, and it's it's actually doing something. And maybe that will encourage more teams to not play absolute dross in the future when they come up. And let's not also forget Nizhny. Granted, they've lost their last four. They've not done it. They've not like lost badly. I wouldn't say like they were really unfortunate to lose the Loco in there. Yeah, and they're doing much better than you we would have thought. Do, do you know what I like about Crilia? They've got the best Italian in the league since Crescita mm-hmm. left. <laughs> they do. Man like uh, man like Sarvelli. I feel like Sochi. This is Federico, man. He's the best manager in the league now. Uh, you know, okay, what is up with Cassiera, by the way? He's good, good player. What a good player. mad, Listen, mad we, we, we knew these guys were system merchants, right? Yeah. They just need players to fit the system, and they found the perfect player to fit the system. <sighs> like this, Fedotov had Zabolotny and Kokorin looking like serious strikers. So, like, imagine him with it. Now they have an actual serious striker. So, like, they were always going to be good. I mean, that goal they scored against uh, Arsenal the other week in the first minute, that was like... Oh, he's just... Lovely. I mean, they absolutely run riot against Cisco in that first half. Like, they could have had so many more goals um, as well before half-time. Yeah, I, it's such a shame. Um, the last, last few time. weeks, just the thought about getting Cassiera, the first time I was like, I'll get someone else in because I'm not sure on his form. And then the next time I thought, well, it's certainly Cisco. He probably won't score that many. He probably won't do much against them. And he gets two goals and two assists. Oh, David, in the last two games, he's got me 25 points. I brought him in <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> and it has been the best sign that I've made in fantasy football. Is he a striker or a winger? I mean, a, a midfielder? Or striker. Okay, I, well, I need him. I bought in Caldini and he got minus two for going to get his. Oh, him. no. This is the same as, yeah. It's, a, it's the same as. And I was I so forgot, uh, I was like, why would I bring yes, him in this week? Yeah. I did trash this week, bro. 
Yeah, everybody did trash this week. Everyone, everyone did, yeah, like, I had the best. Actually, hang on. Sorry. Look at who, look who did the be- best in the league this this week. Bottom Man of the league, league 44 oh, no. points. Everyone else is lower than that. Look at, look at Guy. Sorry. Guy did win. Hang on. Who, ha- who do you have? Who do you have? Cassiano, captain. That's it. These are such weird players to have. Like, like look at look at God of Rome. Like, Sergei of Konate, Yusuf of... Fair play. Genuinely fair play. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Konate looked like he was going to be serious at the start of the season and then just sort of dropped off. Yeah, Konate did well too. That's Ahmad. Ahmad always looked like they're going to be serious and then drop off. How... Sorry, how did Koi do well? There's no, like, standout players here. Yeah, does that even add up? <laughs> I don't 39? think so. <laughs> Two, four, six. Who the fuck is that? Zingowski got six, 12. 40. I don't think that adds up. That no, I think up. it does. I think because Shunin got eight. But, like, that's just not that much. But anyway, that just shows how, how weird of a week it is. I'm coming for the top spot. I want to keep my own money and buy myself a jersey. Um, that that is my goal. All of you are dropping down. Yeah. F- below me, I think you're all below me for the first time this week. I think there was a point. Uh, I think last week or the week before that one, where all three of us were on the same points. Yeah. And there was like... a. We're chasing. I think if we work together, we'll catch the top guys. I hope so. If only How we could we just put together? put our points together, we could just win together, straight away, yeah. and <laughs> and I'll That's get us all nice. a pair of a jersey. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think we can get the table off fourteen rounds. Okay. This okay, okay. So last year we had Cisco at top at this point off with thirty-one points. So oh they yeah, they more. were. Jesus, remember that? What a time oh. to be alive. Rotter and Ufo. and them. Oh my god. Spartak Rot- was second. Spartak were like really close. Yeah, yeah. It was Rotter and Ufo are both five points adrift at the bottom. Shout out Ufo for getting out of that relegation. How, how many points did they have out of interest? Seven. Seven. Yeah, I knew it was single digits. It, it, like, useless. Okay. Um, um, biggest gap between any teams. It, it's five, those two at the bottom. Five points adrift. Five, six, yeah. Three points. Who was. Asking, asking for a friend, right? Was there any team that was eleven points behind the the team at top and actually like did well? Um, Ruben were ten points adrift and ended up coming fifth. Loco, where did they? There is hope. There is hope. Loco were also ten points adrift and ended up coming. Oh yeah, they were, but they went on that insane run, didn't they? Eleven games straight. They but then won. you had Ahmad and Rostov were only eight points adrift and they went backwards. So. Yeah, there no, you go, Hannes. So it can go either way. Don't get too confident yet. It can go either way. Yeah, no, it's probably gonna, it's probably gonna go badly. Um, but let's let's talk about the one thing that doesn't always depress me, and that's uh, European football. Um, Zenit lost twice to Juventus. Um, Paulo Dybala went mad in the second leg. Um, they were crying about a penalty, which fair enough. Like, the penalty was dodgy, but the retake was fair. It wasn't like you would win the game anyway. It would be 3-2. So, fair enough. Uh, Zenit still will probably get... I think they. someone said that they have, like, a 94% chance of coming third in the group. Or some wild number. Um, because they basically need to not lose to Malmo by five goals. 
yeah. and they'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. So, basically in the bag. Well, so, so, so long as Malmo yeah. also don't get a result against Juve. Yeah, against, yeah. So, like, that, yeah. and Juve are true now, so... Yeah, that's probably why it's not. I say Zenit have been not bad, especially in their home games. Like home against Uber, they were decent. So I'm still sort of half hopeful they might do something against Chelsea at home. Yeah, no, me too. But saying that, all we need is a draw against Malmo, and I'll honestly take it at this point. Yeah. Drop down to the Europa League and see what we can do there. Yeah, that'd be fine with me as well, as long as we get someone in the set in you know in Europe after. I need two teams. I need, I need Spartak to do bits for me. Or like, yeah, yeah, you do. At, you least, do. at least come um, into the Conference League. Cause... Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, they got. A, is it all third place teams from Europe who go to Conference Yeah, League? yeah, all, all of them. At least, yeah, all of us do go to the. So, yeah, it's going to be tight, though. And I will, I will be truly devastated if we don't come third, at least. Oh, because yeah, no, you should. I don't know. Because it, it's like, I mean. It's like that uh, this this season, especially, is very similar to that one with uh, Kononov and Raul Riancho, where we beat Rangers 4-3, drew to that other team, but then ended up coming last anyway in 2018-19 with that Villarreal, uh, Rapid VN and whoever that was, talking in the league, but somehow did. I think we've played better this time, though, haven't we, David? You'll agree that like the performance, in Europe at least, as a whole, um, has been. I mean, if we yeah, we put the first game aside, the Legia at home. Even the first game, right? In context, should, though, like, Legia have done actually very well. They so, have. They they were. They're, they're in the relegation was, zone. It was a fine performance, league. other than scoring. Um. And then it well it was no I'm not going to give you Legia because it wasn't good. Um, it, we deserve to draw from you. You had loads of chances. Okay, fine, but yeah. and then you had. You barely had to defend all game, and the one time you needed to defend, you did. Yeah, fair so, um, but you know, Napoli was you know, hugely impressive. Granted, with the red card, um, I didn't see the game the four one against or the four whatever against Leicester. I didn't see that. Nor yeah, those that like... I didn't see either of those games. But you know, you weren't, you didn't necessarily disgrace yourselves. No, so... I think I think the thing is I don't remember those twenty eighteen nineteen games, but I feel like here there has been it's more than just emotion. Uh, there is at least in Europe for some weird reason some sort of yeah. You've done better are... than Loco. You've done better than Loco. Yeah, we have. They've well, been you very good. Really, if you can um, just get that win against Legia, which we need to show up, man. It's a, it win against Legia and. We have something at least, basically, right? That's what the equation is. It looks Legia like. or Legia? I swear uh, I've heard people saying Legia this year, and I'm like, I've um, always put it Legia in my head. I thought it was Legia in Polish, but Legia is probably like it would what be. people read it like in English. Mm. We need to beat them, is yeah, the to. important part. You and it's to. like, you have to they are doing right really there. badly, by the way, in their league. They are doing worse than us. They're in the relegation zone, I'm, I'm okay. pretty sure. But uh, Russian clubs, unfortunately, have a tendency to bottle when it matters. So I'm being very pessimistic for every game, for the rest of the season. Um, this game, shout out Kai Connell. We managed to get him to the game uh, in Leicester. And Artem, do you remember the Spain versus Iran game? David remembers the Spain versus Iran game. I, I, I was there. I went to it. 
the, the that was the level of defense that we came up with. Now I know oh, Spain ended up losing that, that game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the, that's the type of football we played, right? Mm-hmm. We at least we got one chance, we scored it, and for the rest of the game, it was just like ultra defensive. But it was planned. It was well planned ultra defensive football. Selikov was so great. well planned Everybody... that it only took seven minutes to concede after your goal. <laughs> that was a set piece, to be fair. We're we're not great at, but like that was it wasn't exactly uh, like yeah, you know. Fair enough, I guess. Um, even the first game was insane. We took a 2-0 lead. And then Patson Daka decided that he would uh, just score four goals, as you do. Um, certain men, including myself, thought that a certain player could have done better. Um, we won't name him because of professional concerns. But, um, yeah. So, I, I mean, we, we could, have easily, could have easily gotten a point from that game as well. Is he Swedish? So, no, he's not Swedish. Swedish guy scored against uh, Esther in that game. The only goal of the season. That's true. Um, Ignato's pass, by the way, for the goal. Was great. It was very, very, very Unbelievable. good. Ignato's a great player. And this is... I might get called... I might be called crazy for this, right? But stylistically, not in terms of ability or in terms of contribution, but the way in which Ignato dribbles and moves and passes is similar to what Ronaldo does right now. Just in terms of his movement and in terms of sort of his behavior on the ball. There's a lot of little flicks. They're both like sort of tall and lanky and stuff. The way in which they dribble, the way in which they pass. Of course, he can't shoot as well. He can't head as well. But that similarity does at least appear to me. Um, He's got that X factor. Victor Moses is actually playing like the player of the season in the Europa League. Which is um, about time because he did say he was going to be the player of the season this season. I did, and in the Europa League, one can make a case. He's got <laughs> one goal and three assists in uh, four games. That's right, so, that's from Russia. Yeah, we don't talk about Spain. Uh, well, it lo- looks like he's he, might be, he might be going to Spurs now. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I mean. That's just the most Conte thing in the world, and I think he'd do well. He th- he do. I don't want him to leave, of course. Really, really great player, really good guy from the looks of it. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't be surprising. So, do you guys think we'll get through? At least third. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. I believe. I have to believe. Thank you. I'm only saying yeah because I've got money on it against you. <laughs> You don't have money on that. I didn't. We I didn't do. bet on that. We have. We. I. I bet that there would be two teams. We didn't bet on that. That was your prediction. I, I didn't say no that. to that. No, no, no. We bet on Rostov finishing in the bottom half. We bet on Zenit versus anybody. Yeah. And we bet on something that wasn't this. No, there was five. Te- there was fantasy football as well, but there was five. Bets, oh yeah. So yeah I specifically yeah. remember there was five because there was. There were five. There were three. No, there were three originally, and then the next episode we had another two. I don't know. We'll have to go. But I don't think I bet on this. I wouldn't bet on this. Okay. Well, either way, my prediction. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Loco don't seem to be getting there. No. Um, no. Hartem said Loco would finish first in that group, and that's not gone well for him. Um, yeah. I think I'd probably... Well, I don't think I'd said that, but I thought they would do the best at all the Russian teams based on last yeah. season. 
and they no art and proper put out a prediction logo would finish first then it would finish third i think and spartak something i said no i but, said um, i said then it would finish i said that they'd finish third but i said that they'd have a chance at second um that didn't end up happening but um i said that spartak would be fourth i said that spartak would come for then that probably game. still will happen then our test for obviously got over their early season blips that they were because they almost didn't qualify didn't they almost just only sneak past st johnston yeah yeah yeah. and now look at them they're flying i mean they got dealt a very hard group loco like competitively much tougher than spartax group i would say so what what is the point of marseille playing (laughs) for every game (laughs) and three one ones and one nil nil that's fair enough and it's like, um, did you see, by the way, the Galatasaray fans are Galatasaray and their fans, like the club put out a statement saying that they want the game against Loco to be replayed yeah. because uh, Zhivogliadov got a second yellow guard and he, he didn't get sent off in like the 97th minute. So they just want the whole game to be replayed now, which is... Uh, that seems fair. Which is very Turkey, very, very Turkey. Well, there was the famous, and... I can't remember who was the player, but there was a big incident years back with the guy who got... Three yellow cards, wasn't it? That oh was yeah, that was World in the Cup. 2006 World Cup, Croatia versus Portugal. Australia. Oh yeah, it was an England English ref, wasn't it? It was Graham Paul. It was uh, it was that man. But um, uh, David, why do you think this is a harder group than than our group? This is not a harder group than our group. Um, I think each team is more competitive. Like, if you would take. If you were to assign a value, let's just say out of 10 in difficulty to each team in the group, I think Loco's group would come in higher, just about. Because Legia's value is much lower than Galatasaray, Lazio, or Marseille, I think. Fair, but I'd say, Artem, what do you think? I can get on board. There's no bad team. I think that Leicester and Napoli are stronger teams than any any of the teams that you, that Lokomotiv have, but saying that I kind of agree with David is like there's no like in Spartax group you came into it and thought okay well at least we should be beating Legia whereas in Locomotive's group you'd be looking at it and be like there's no team there that we should be beating it's all going to be close. yeah so most of the groups have like a tiered system of like okay that's the strongest team yada 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 but group E is literally like on paper you would say it's four teams and an unpredictable group because you didn't use it. Well, obviously nowadays, they don't play football on uh, on paper, on paper. Or, or, on oh, Twitter, yeah. or on Twitter for that matter. No, they play they play football on Twitter. They play football on Twitter. Obviously, we since found out that Loco are much worse than these three teams, so um, doesn't really matter. Is there any hope that they make it? Yeah, no, no chance. There is. There's always hope. There's always hope. Uh, I've got no faith in that team. Who have they got left? Marseille and Lazio. If they can beat Marseille. Lazio battered them. Lazio truly battered them. No, but think about it this way. If they can beat Marseille, then there's a chance. They'll be ahead of Marseille going into the last round. No, Marseille is the last round. Oh, is it? I think so. No, Marseille's next. No, Marseille. Oh, no, Lazio's next, yeah. I still think. So that's. 
Yeah, it probably depends. I, th I still think they have a chance. I don't think it's a great chance, but I think there is a chance. Hmm. Yeah, they just, like, on the on the derby, the derby did happen, by the way. Um, two derbies happened, actually, since we last recorded. I think we drew 2-2 with Tinamo. And then we uh, played Loco yesterday. And that ball from Kamano for the goal was unbelievable. That pass that he did to Kirk, who scored a very simple tap-in, right? But that that ball, go back and look at that pass. It was a very, very good pass. It was good. Uh, and Loco dominated us for the first half. And the idiotic referee sent Litvinov off for which wasn't a red card. And then Loco disappeared for the second half. They just like didn't. They were playing ten men. You would have thought that they um, come out and attack us, but they didn't. Smolov was invisible. Like um, Kirk had a really like on and off game. Whereas like, I I guess they just don't have their squad. Fully ready yet. Yeah. It's like when Nikolic first started, really. There's no, they're no gel. That's the word. There's no sort. They're not gelled together as a squad yet. Yeah. Like, he either plays with Kirk and Kamano and plays long balls to get the guy, the pace guys in, or he doesn't play either of them and they've got fucking no football to start at all. Yeah. Um, it's. It's very wishy-washy stuff. They've had, I mean, they've had injuries. Smolov was out as well last couple of games, and I mean, he just—I'd love to have a look at the lineups of the last sort of three games, and have a proper look at how much it's changed. I feel like it changed. He changed the lineup a lot, and I imagine it's yeah. very hard for the team to get consistent results with the team changing so much. Yeah, I think from their Galatasaray game, there were four changes. To, I think it was. One of the midfielders got swapped out. One of the centre backs got swapped out. One of like the left back got swapped out, and someone else. But like there was that weird, weird point like towards the end of Nikolic's term, where just the defence, the back four was shifting with every single game, and we don't know what that was about because he, he built a really nice functional team, and they were adding to it little by little, and now uh, Mr. Rangnick has come in with Tommy Zorn to just. Completely, uh, yeah, overhaul that thing. If if you were given the task of naming locally strongest eleven, I think it would be difficult. It would be difficult, yeah. Because yeah, so many you think injuries. Like you pick, who would you even pick sent half? You got Murillo, Pablo, Mikhaev, and Yedlai. Like, who are their two strongest? I have no idea because it's changed. Yeah, so much. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, like you said, it is a bit wishy-washy at the moment. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they develop, but they just they, they don't seem like much of a team as of late, which is a shame because their players are mm. sick. Yeah. I have a question for both of you. Have you oh. downloaded the new FM or no? No, I haven't yet. I don't know if I am going to. David. Yeah, I'm in 2025 with the receipt. You're fucking joke. 2025 already. <laughs> yeah. I haven't wow. played it. I haven't played it for like at least four or five days now, though. How is it? Is it worth getting? There's a lot of good technical changes that uh, were much needed. Obviously, it's still in the beta stage, and that you need to tweak a couple of things like. 
basically the only way of scoring at the moment is through crosses. But um, there are lots of lots of things to like about the game they've changed. Like uh, the transfer value system has changed quite a bit, which is nice. Uh, yeah. How, so, how, how have they changed the transfer about. values? So every player would previously have just been assigned a value, right? Okay. But every player now has a range of values. So you could go to like unless they've got a, a release clause. So you go to play with a release clause and their value is set as whatever their release clause is. Okay. If you went to um so for like for example, if you go to Rubin and you're an overseas club, Kvarat Scalio is set at nine point six million because he has that he has a release clause. If you were going to like Spartak and Larson, his value would be set at like four point two million to six point eight million and something or something there's there's just ranges in every player. Okay, um, that that is kind of interesting. I was gonna say And it's it's not like how it used to be, you know, like a player used to be valued at twenty million, but it was like they would yeah. never accept twenty million. Yeah. It seems to be more like the valuation is actually not the valuation of the player, but what the club would accept instead. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. See, in it's one not. sense, it's kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. But then in another sense, it's like, you don't actually have that in, 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 in real life, life. Like, I guess. It's all boring, isn't it? I don't know. It's not It's not true in all cases. And the feature that they've also added is you can talk to the agent before you go to the club and they'll give you a sense of what the club might want, which is quite nice. Okay. I was there last season. Really? Yeah, I, I thought, think so. I, I thought, well, right, I they've been marketing that as a new feature. Like, Sure I don't know, I've been enjoying it. I, I was enjoying it. Dortmund just went in, just wanted to try a team who have had a bit of money. It turned out they had very little money. And just try it. Because last year I did like just all small teams. So I thought, let's do a big team and just scout a load of players and see who's good. And I, of course, signed Kratz Gelly and Zakarian off the bat. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. And how, how, how is he faring in Europe? Who? Kratzkele, that's that's who I'm more interested in. Oh, he uh, he's well, he was uh, retrained him to be a cam okay. to replace Royce when Royce retired because I'm not using wingers. I've been using a five-two-one-two, which is hugely effective. The wing backs are insane. Uh, I think it's just more on the build of the team at the moment. Um, so I just rotate between him and Rayner to my cam. He was doing okay. Zakarian didn't develop really at all. Okay. The only thing, that, one of the worst things is the loan system's broken. It's just I can't get any players out on loan, which is a shame. And I have to buy players and then they just sit around doing fuck all. Yeah, damn, that, that, that does sound annoying. I'm still, I'm still 50-50 as to whether I want to get it or not. Like, I always say I'm not yeah. going to get it, and then it comes towards the time, and I'm seeing people get it, and I'm like, shit, I really want it. It's the same, same with me. Like, I, I was thinking, I don't need to buy it, but, you know, I'll get it eventually. Yeah. But then as soon as it comes out, you're like, oh, I want to have, have a go. I want to do this and that. And I, you know, then you're going to do it. You get it. But Russia is obviously unplayable until I've done my bit. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, when, I, I, yeah, I, I never cool. start with FM until that's done. Like, I'm kind of exactly, like, yeah. I'll start to say, but then I'm like, you know what? This is just so stupid. Let me just go somewhere else. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I, I in... kind of half first play it until it's out and then it's out yeah, and yeah, yeah. Full in. I played in Kazakhstan until uh, Dave put out the update last season. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, 
I always monitor like what's going on in Russia uh, from my save, and I had to look back, and it's like Yurikin went to Dinamo in the first transfer window, and all these just stupid transfers, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, like, you know, it just annoys me. Obviously, the limit it forces, I think, has a huge impact in the game certainly than in real life in the fact that teams will almost just exclusively sign Russian players and hardly ever sign foreigners. It feels like. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can't can't bring myself to managing Russia until I've done some stuff with it. Yeah, that's fair. Because I just don't think it's realistic. No, you're dead right. That's but, fair. Do we have uh, opinions? I, I, I did, was, I, I have I did one actually question want... for Hanny. Go on. Mario Fernandez or Moses? Is that a question? Yeah. Moses. Okay. Is Mario Mario Hernandez played a game this season? Yeah, pretty much all of I, them. I swear he like no one talks about Mario Fernandez anymore. Man. Yeah. He's just he's just there. Yeah, because Did he retired from Spornaya. Yeah. When was the last time you heard the name Mario Fernandez anywhere? <laughs> it's sad actually. It's really it, it's because he a couple of years ago he used to be at the top of all the uh, best player in the league conversations. And now he's just sort of faded away. Is, you know what uh, I think it is? It's not so much he's faded away. I just feel like Cesc aren't as big of a, a name anymore. Yeah, like, true. Like, true. I don't know about you, but I look out for the like the games every weekend. And whenever I see Cesc, I'm like, I watch them. So I just don't. Yeah, there's no, there's no excitement to watch Cesc, I agree. Mm-hmm. Which, it, it's, it's kind of like worrying as well for them. Because they used to be a team that I'd actually look out for. Because... You know, especially when Chalop was coming through, they had a few decent players. It was Blasic was there, and now it's just kind mm. of like, eh. yeah. Like, They've still got players that I like, but I agree, sort of. I mean, he also just mentioned Blasic sort of struggling in the UK a bit. Yeah, Blasic is depressed in the UK. Like that was an actual headline. Blasic is depressed and out of confidence at West Ham. Didn't he get it's elbowed in the head or something? Yeah, Ivica Olic ruined that man's career. Like, he should be held accountable for that. He should really be held accountable. That man came in, ruined Nikola Vlasic's career, and left like nothing happened. <laughs> How often does Kraut play for them as well? Yeah, and it's like, um, you look at CSK's lineup and it's so ghetto. Like, they their defense, they play like Nababkin and Shenikov in defense regularly. In 2021. Which no one wants to watch that. And they let go of Gogwa. And they let go of one of the best defenders in the league, who is, uh, I hope he re-establishes himself somewhere. Alex Crow has played nine, how many minutes? Five. Alex Crow got bored. 95 minutes since he signed for West Ham. Tops. Amazing. Yeah. Vlasic, I don't think, the money for Vlasic is so mad. It's like, what is it? 35 million or something? It was more than I think we all expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was way more. Like, but you know what, though? Ooh. Like, West Ham are in such good form. It almost doesn't make sense to play him. Like, they're third in the league. Like. Mm. I mean, he's missed the last couple of games with injury. You, I think Europe was where we were hoping to see him a lot. And he played the first couple, and then he's been injured. Which is just a shame. You know, just waiting for him to get that first goal or assist, which he's not got yet. Yeah. I don't uh, Three players went from the RPL to the Premier League this season. Okay. And uh, 
our guy because RFN RFN put Norman to transfer through. We don't talk about it, but it is the truth. RFN got uh, Norman to Norwich, right? And he scored a really good goal against Brentford at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, certain man told us that he was a one out of ten signing and won't work in the Premier League. That, and he turned that, out to I be think, so far the best. Feels so far the best out of of all three. Yeah, is, uh, seeing him getting being like. Uh... Yeah, appreciated as maybe like the best player, and you know, this I'm seeing football basically certain echelons of football Twitter saying like appreciating him, which is nice. Yeah, it's good. Man like Eldor got a golden assist on the weekend as well. Man, oh my god, man like Eldor almost got himself cancelled as well. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> which was uh... Jesus, that happened in <laughs> these three weeks as well. Yeah, that 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 was just so wild, dude. That, that was... was so so wild. We were done with him for a good 12 hours. <laughs> and the craziest thing about that was, like, at least seven different people added me, like, bro, this your man's? What's going on here? Is this his, is this his real account? Like, bro, I don't know. But, um, but you know what? It, it was, uh, like, do you remember they did Q&As on that account? And, like, yeah, everyone thought and it, it was Eldorado. And then a few I... weeks ago, it was, oh, this is a fan account. And then... Just before that tweet, it went back to this is Elder's account. How yeah, that... it was so weird. It was like... I was always suspicious. I always thought it was because his agent followed that account. And I just thought, would the agent follow a fake account? That seems weird. Yeah. I'm still suspicious as to whether it was his account or not, but I'll give him the benefit. No, because... The, I the don't know, like, was... see, and, 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 like, he's... If, if that is all sorts of views... Do you remember those kind of dodgy views that people were saying that there was a player who, who was at uh, um, Genoa? Genoa? Yeah, but you know the thing with that was, that was right? sold in the summer. <laughs> yeah, and then story. No, Basically, no, they, 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 so someone yeah. came out and was like, "Oh, there's like, what was it like, two anti-vaxxers at Genoa, and one of them left in the summer." Like one of them, one of them got transferred in the summer, so, so that would yeah. be it's like a mental look. It's, it's like your man Odem Wingy. He was born in Uzbekistan as well. Oh man! So, no, we don't. Yeah. Odem Wingy. You wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I just read Odem Wingy is insane, bro. No, but that Eldor tweet was wild, dude. It was. And it was the fact that it was tweeted at halftime in Roma's game against whoever <laughs> that was. Yeah. That was the yeah. That's the big evidence that sort of definitely leads me to give yeah. the benefit. No, that was wine. I just read that Becker Beck is injured for Loco, and he's been like their only good player. Damn. So that's not good. That's also, good. shout out to Umyarov. What a goal that was! What a goal! That what a guy. He did, he was he he came on the pitch at halftime and he just looked so happy to be there, where everyone else was like. So sad and upset and angry, and this guy just came out smiling, and then he scored a goal. I, I, I think he's got potential to go abroad and play in a bigger league. Definitely. Yeah, I think. I think all Omiaro, Retuno, Vanignato, all three of those guys are. Have, I, have, have it. I have my doubts about how hard, how far uh, Ignatov can go. But like really talented, like as you said earlier, like the dribbling, like. It's just like yeah. Fenero last year was actually dominating. But I'm not sure. Litvinov seems good so far, but it's very early on. Very yeah. early days. But Miaro, I think, has the ability to go go further. Like, 
it's like Zobnin, right? Zobnin probably has the ability to play in a in a bigger league. Yeah, in my opinion, but I, I just don't think will because he's too valuable to Spartak, too old, and it's too old. Even though he's like what twenty seven, he's still too yeah. old for a big money move. Because Spartak would probably want at least ten million, and that's a big risk for a, a player who's not played outside of Russia before. Yeah. Do you remember when he was first coming through? He played two games for Dynamo, and Manchester United wanted wanted to buy him apparently. <laughs> What a wild time. Yeah, no, apparently Liverpool wants Zakarian now, even though he's injured for three months or some wild shit. Do you know what? That would be a crazy move. It would make... I, I don't know. It would... I saw the, uh, I saw it in Russian, and they said English media, so I was like, okay, I just searched Zakarian in English. Yeah, I mean, and I couldn't find anything. I feel so, like it would be like uh, that idiot Gasparini. And Atlanta and what they're doing to Milanchuk over there, I think that would be the thing. I don't think you can put Klopp and I think Gasparini in the same. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. But it's just like they have a very set squad, and there's no place for these children to come in. So I don't and know who. I don't know where this where the rumor came from. Uh... Honestly, David, you should just like start making rumors up. See how many of them get on the news. Because, like, I'm certain they will. Like, do you, do, do you will, ever search yeah. your app on uh, on Google and just see what comes up? Yeah, all the time. Do you ever search your Twitter app on Google? No. Do it. I'm telling you, there's going to be way more news articles about it than you think. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like, even for me, like, there's, like, so many just random fucking ones. Like, I think Ladboy Ladboy had put something up as well from that I posted. Oh yes, Georgian starboy Kravitz Skelia scores a worldie, 31st of July 2021. Yeah. There you go, like I'm telling you, like if you post the videos, they're going to be embedded all over the internet and you don't even know like un- until you search. So it's really Matt interesting Lehigh to look back. Rostov. I don't know how I'm in this one. No, we're going to do this as well. I feel like David will have the, the, the more interesting ones out of me, you and Hannah, so... There's a, um... <laughs> Rest in peace, David. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> look at the look at the contrast between the two. I know, yeah. Emmanuel <laughs> There's an underscore after the RFN in my Twitter. Oh, you know what? There... We need we we need to update that banter era thread on RFN. At least they at least a hundred tweets can be added to that. Just over stuff from the past six months. Look, there you go. The Liverpool offside, United in focus. Major League Soccer, David. You made it onto the MLS website. Oh, wait. Oh, you're actually on the news tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there you go. You're, yeah. on the, you're on the actual MLS website. Cool. That's <laughs> actually... More than once, That actually. skill was insane. More than once. Sport FM, I'm Greece. I'm on 90min.com 90 90 here. I've got a tweet for myself as well. Yeah, nice. Bleacher. The Sun. Jeez, Bleacher Report even have you. Oh, the Fuendevea was linked to Arsenal. <laughs> the Sun. Oh, yeah. I, I actually remember exactly <laughs> where I was that day. Oh, I yeah. still had notifications on, on my phone, Twitter at that point, And I was... It did really... I mean, I got huge numbers on that tweet. There you go, Rhea from Russia. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. A... oh, that's the one where he falls. That's the one where the bee falls off the bike. <laughs> yeah. There's RT more than once, four times. Four times. RT is basically RFN two at this point. Yeah. And there's what? there's of course the most important ones, Sport Rex. The most important w- ones. WTI. Yeah. When I just regularly googled it, it just came up with all the podcasts. Yeah. Which is the most yeah. It's the that's most me. Important. That's me. Why is RFN David there with me? Let that, that uh, go back. Look at the images. The second one. That's this. Uh, that's our lineup graphic. Yeah. Why is David there with that? Oh no, but that happens to me as well. Like, the, do you ever search your name and it just comes up with like random people? Like, I guarantee. Yeah, that happens on LinkedIn. Like, or the the thing will say LinkedIn, it'll be just some dude. Yeah, like, there's a guy who went went to college with. Yeah. That's just not me, even though it says it's me. There's me, yeah. me as Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> that is true, though. That, that's I searched Russian football news on there, and we were on the mirror when that goalkeeper died in Kaliningrad. You're on zip. You're on zip. Did you see that? What's zip? Go, Where go is on zip? images. Go back to this. Go on images. On the bottom right. Look at the. the is that yeah. international football? Yes, oh my God, no uh, fucking yeah. way. <laughs> God rested soul. What do you mean, God rested? And... Oh, look, there's there's Andrew. There's Andrew. And there's also property valuation. There's books about property valuation. Yeah. It's just madness. Sport Bible had us when we tweeted Zuba as Deadpool. Oh, yeah, that one, that one's big. Let's see what comes up for me. Yeah, this is yeah. super interesting content, guys. <laughs> yeah. Shout yeah, we're being very uh, self-indulgent here. Apparently, like only one news thing came up for me. There used to be so many more. <laughs> Footballburp.com. How <laughs> <laughs> is that a real website? Come on, man. We came up with that name and thought, this is good. <laughs> you thought our name was bad. There's uh, RT. This is about the... Uh... Why are you on this one? What happens? Oh, I just said he looked like Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah, I've got he was Danny on the same tweet. Danny won't be anyway because his accounts on private. Yeah, mine has mine had a couple of like just news articles on like Russian. It was just tweets of mine. Oh just my team. god, do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh yeah, that's oh, it. Zenit actually worked with RFN. They gave it to us like an hour early and said, "Can you distribute this to anyone who might be able to help it go viral?" Yeah, which we did. Oh. I remember sending it to uh, not Romano. What's what's one of the other Italian journalists? Di Marzio. No, he's slightly smaller, but he's still got a tick. He follows me. I forget his name. Pedretti or something. He supports Torino. That's all I can remember. I don't know. I don't know. I remember giving it to him, and he was like, "This is fake, obviously, but okay." Do you remember this the? This is fake, um, obviously, but okay. Do you remember though the bookie suspended all all the bets on Ibrahimovic to send it because of this? Mm-hmm. That was so funny. Uh, what's that? What's oh my god! Do you remember? Do you remember people used to use teams following players as proof that they were going to sign for them? There's and Zenit had, had, had followed him a few hours before. 
That's a very real thing. Maybe he should do that. Yeah, yeah, I've also used that over the summer. Uh, to confirm, like, it was like someone's having a trial somewhere. All I've done is, like, gone on Instagram, done some Instagram snooping, found that he follows several of the players. It's like, okay, he's, it's this guy. That's how you can find when a team names just a trialist, just do some Instagram browsing and you'll find out who the trialist is. What happened to the Angolan guy? Is he still playing? Who? Who? Yeah. The, the, the futsal guy at Ufa. Yeah, oh, guys. Asantura, yeah. yeah. He was started. Yeah. He was really good on the weekend. I watched their yeah, game. Bro, I, I don't pay any attention to the lineups or whatever. It's just these one games every week just take everything out of me. So I have no clue what so else is going on. against the. Uh, Arsenal, nil nil. It's actually a good nil nil. I'm not gonna lie, and uh, he was pretty good to be fair. Arunov, Arunov was good too, which was nice to see. Man, it's like hard to get Arunov. Still, still on our books. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Right. I think go, that's all we have. Before we go, I just wanted to say we were talking about where to focus his, his like that guy from. Uh, who did you say, Ral? Ufa. Oh, yeah. Kassantura from Ufa. Kassantura, yeah, that's the one. Where the fuck is Football Grad? Guys, if anybody knows where Football Grad has gone, please let us know. Their Twitter's gone. Um, we were just discussing this before the podcast. And they have just disappeared off the face of the earth. Their website's still up, but that's it. So, if you know where they are, let us know. Okay. Not that we care that much, but it's just kind of like. Where? What happened? Where? You know, where is Adolfo Geich? Where is Adolfo Geich? Where is Adolfo? I want to Google that. Where is? Still, greatest... is still stinking the place up at Huesca. The the greatest meme in Russian football history, by Tree far. Tree trunk. <laughs> Such a bad footballer, and I repped him for three months. You I was convinced. So that... Yeah. No, yeah, oh you do this God. with a lot of players, Harry. You need to. No, Not it's, just it's players, managers too. Remember Vittoria? Got Come just on. played Excuse 10 me. times. That was emotional. That was emo- I mean, I still, I don't know actually. I still believe in them, right? But look at look at the things I have gotten right. Perotov, I got right. Nikolic, I got right. Um, what else did I get? Um, Can you say he got Nikolic right? He's gone. Yes, I got Nikolic right. I, did they sabotage Nikolic? Um, I got <laughs> Bakayev better than Miranjuk. <laughs> no, I didn't get that right. I didn't get that right. But, uh, yeah, Nordolfo guys is still really bad. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, on that, I think it is, I think it's time to end. I think so. I am absolutely wrecked. Yeah, we just verbal freewheeled for the last half an hour, to be honest. It's been yes, great. we did. Um, before we go... It's the international break. Cyprus are playing Russia this week and also Croatia. If they win those games, then they'll be at the World Cup. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot for watching. Ignore the screen. It's not relevant. Don't dislike. Otherwise, we may not record. <laughs> We're not scared to just blank. Uh, Artem's shirt is nice. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Let's stop recording.
Okay, he's just he's not gonna stop recording. He wants to do the Zuma celebration and he's that wrecked. Actually, I'm that wrecked. I'm just gonna play Geo, so I've not played it in like two weeks. Bye guys.